So welcome to the Dare Show podcast where I talk music, I talk pop culture, I talk a lot of things. I want to start doing these little like recap videos of Rodie Young Live. If you don't know who Rodie Young Live is, go look her up. First of all, she is a force, a force in the um, Hampton Roads area, I believe it's called Virginia area, Virginia State. Um, she just like, she's a news reporter and investigation <laughs> reporter. <laughs> I'm cracking up thinking about the investigations for like the Chinese shop to the bed bugs at hotels. And she's also a help in the community. Um, who doesn't get a lot of credit. Uh, just go look her up. So this first case I want to talk about is a missing a child missing child's case. Uh Cadence Monroe. No, wait, Cadence Morell. I believe she's 15. Uh, the area part. I'm forgetting the area that she was in. So I'm just going to give like a list of things. So the first video came out, I believe it was Monday night. But I think I saw it on Tuesday. I don't remember. I think it was Monday night. The first video came out and Rhodey went over to Rhodey. Rhodia. I mean, Rhoda went over to the um, the family's house and she was talking to everybody. I think the grandmother was there, the stepfather, the mother. And it was just like kind of hard trying to get information out. I feel like from what I observed, I think Rhoda was like... Rhoda, they told Rhoda information behind the scenes, but they weren't really giving it the same information in front of the camera. Which I think a lot, that happens a lot with Rhoda. People want to talk, they talk behind the scenes, or like, they call it the pre-interview. Uh, and then they get to do the interview, and then they're, Rhoda's having a hard time trying to get the information out still from them. Because they're not saying the information that she knows. So then... They show like a picture of her. The one I don't know who she is. I really don't know who she is. But she the lady with the dreads, she starts getting loud <laughs> and being like, Y'all are switching up your stories. You're not telling the truth. You're not telling you guys are uh here acting, putting on a show for the cameras, and we're supposed to be here if we're gonna help find if we're gonna find uh cadence. We need to find her and not be on, like, camera or whatever, whatever, whatever. So, they're like, well, Rhoda's here to help us and to get the word out. Now, the first video now, as of today, has, like, 60,000 views. The second video, Rhoda, you guys, (laughs) I think the next day, the next day, there's two videos, which would have been Tuesday. The next day... One video has, like, 27,000 views. The other one has 24,000 views. So people are watching this. People are sharing this. And the reason why they came to Rhoda, Rhoda, which I believe the reason why they came to her was because the police unit, they didn't, they don't, they aren't, I guess, aren't taking this seriously. They didn't give them a lot of resources. It just wasn't happening, I guess, as fast. Now, the family story about what actually happened is, 
100% shaky. There's like 10,000 different opinions, views, stories going on. But the main thing is that the mother is an absentee mother. The parents are absentee parents. Um, And then they say, so Cadence is a lesbian and she, in her group of friends, she is the one to help. This is what I'm taking from. This is what they've said, and I'm just reiterating. Cadence has gone through depression and coming out, and so she is there to help others with that kind of situation. So they believe she was, I don't know how they, I don't know how they, knowing that they don't have access to her phones, they don't have access to her friends. I'm just like, how did they get here? And then them not really having access to her because they said they left her alone for three days. Okay, let me stay on track. So they said that they, wait, what happened? So Cadence has a friend group. And so somehow some, some person was like, I need, I'm trying to like come out to my family or I'm going through depression or something like that. And so they lured her out of the house, allegedly. <laughs> I'm saying this allegedly because nobody knows what happened. Uh, so they lured her out of the house and she is gone now it, to wherever, thinking that she was going to go help and help somebody. So then other stuff comes out. So that's that. The next day, which I just, it's like four or five, six hours of content, funny content, informational content. Rota pulls up, the FBI is out there, the SWAT team, well, not the SWAT team, but the search team, the police unit of, where where are they? I forget. There's so many, like, little crazy funny names. Porthsmith, um, Virginia Beach. I think they're in Virginia Beach. No, 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 no. I don't know, whatever. The force has happened. Rody Young's um, platform, the people there share, they tag the police there. Everybody's out there trying to find. There's like three different search uh, parties. There's flyers. People are out there with tape, taping stuff up. Like getting the word around that, along with their family, the the Cadence, Mor- Cadence Morell's family, Everybody's out there trying to find the little girl. Looking into the waters, looking into abandoned houses, looking everywhere. The one person who has been calm, giving information that she knows, is the grandmother, the black grandmother. I believe Cadence might be, um, yeah, Cadence is mixed race. I say the black grandmother because... There's a certain energy that the grandmother gives that is calm but effective. She knows what's going on from what she's been told, and she just wants her grandchild back home. Black women are the truth. And there's a certain interaction, it's a certain energy that her and Rhoda give off on each other. And... I don't know how to explain it, except for black women are the truth and black women 
are here. Now, the other black lady, she was a little too hype. She, uh, it was just too much. So, I can't really keep up with the full stories. So, one story, so I'm just going to give off some bullet points. Uh, Cadence's phone (sighs) doesn't have service, and it only uses Wi-Fi. So, the last time that the phone pinged on the Wi-Fi was, I believe they said Thursday morning. So, early Thursday morning, probably like 12 something in the morning. And they believe that she was went missing then. <sighs> the mother, the parents, they're absentee, absolutely, because they're like, she is a recluse. She doesn't want to be bothered. You know, uh, she goes through things. So, we just like leave her alone. We didn't know she was there. Uh, we didn't know she was missing for like three days or something like that. <laughs> um, we didn't tell the police for like three days. Or I know the grandmother for definitely. The grandmother didn't know until Monday night. They think she went missing Thursday, Friday ish. Thursday, oh no, no, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, they think she went missing. Um, then somebody brought up, you know, she hasn't talked to her friend group since 31st of uh, August, uh, July, July, July. It's just a lot going on. Then they were like, well, if she's a recluse and, you know, she doesn't like people and she doesn't really bother, how is she the leader of this group giving out, you know, information and help to people that's a good question the grim the mother was saying something opposite of what the sister her her sister cadence's sister was saying it's just like the mother's totally disconnected everybody's going down on the mother in the comments everybody has comments about the mother and how she's not present the mother is you know like I said, the mother's absentee. While everybody's out there searching, the mother is chilling at the house. She just seems like she's totally, like, distraught. She can't even get words out, but it's just like, you know, she's washing her hair. She's taking showers. She's relaxing. She's answering, you know, then the FBI shows up. And uh, now, you know, I hope I hope they're going to find this little, this cadence i hope they're gonna find her because i don't know was she a runaway do you guys think she was a runaway for her just like walk out she hasn't been in school in a year she's not being homeschooled um a runaway could she have been a runaway and not like kidnapped who knows then Rhoda has this like little talk with um her stepbrother or her brother I forget so much going on it's you know I'm a part of the family but I'm not by blood but it's by marriage but it's not by marriage. it's just totally so much going on with these people um the stepbrother Rhoda asks him what do you think if she is a runaway, if she like left on her own will, what would you say to her right now? He starts breaking down, crying, or alleged fake crying. Uh, Rhoda was like he was shaking, but he no tears were really coming out. Uh, she offered him a tissue, and he didn't take it. He just kind of like got out of the car. It, 
it's a mess. So then, um, mother was a searcher. Okay, I said that. The neighbors. Okay, so the neighbors were saying that they didn't have, that they had their ring camera footage. I think they had two of them. Or maybe one of them. The backyard. The backyard. One of, one of the backyard. Or maybe it was two neighbors. One had, like, the front camera, I believe. And their front window, their front uh, door camera. The other one that they, that Rhoda and the family talked to, she has a uh, camera in the, in her backyard, which you can see the Cadence family front yard and like the street, everything they were saying, everything's clear. Um, and so one, one of the, um, neighbors were like, well, we won't give it. We're not going to give you the footage, but if we see anything, we'll let you know. Like, come on, y'all. <laughs> um, that was crazy. So then, okay, how do I want to end this? So then Rhoda gets in her car. She's been out there for like three, four hours out in the heat walking around trying to get information um <laughs> yelling at <laughs> having words with one of the canine women instead of you know the, the the canine unit people asking her you know can you your your presence is gonna people and your presence are they're gonna disrupt the experiment or whatever situation we're trying to do here she was like Rada, you need to leave and Rada bite bit that bitch off. oh my gosh that was hilarious um the canine unit came out they rushed the stepfather down to the downtown to talk with the fbi it was just like a whole situation um so then rhoda you know like i said after being in the hot car being outside you know, no food. She goes and sits with like one of the volunteer um, people who've come to like search and rescue Cadence. She's sitting down doing her normal talk. And then she's like, okay, let me open the lines up and you guys come in and give the information. Let me give your opinion about what you think is happening and has happened with this case. Rhoda opens the lines. People are talking, giving the information. Rhoda has like, you know, come on, y'all. And people are giving long-ass, winded uh, talks. Then you hear a, a little knock on the window. And it's the explosive black lady with the dreads. The one in the video that was going off. The one in the first video that was going off in the family. Um... <laughs> she called that mother a crackhead. No, she didn't call her crackhead. She said she was doing drugs. It wasn't fair. But anyway, so she's like, hey, I want to talk to you. Can you turn the camera? And so Rhoda's like, Rhoda turns the camera to like kind of face both of them. She's like, no, take the camera off of me. And so Rhoda's like, well, okay. So Rhoda takes the camera off of her. 
And she's like, what are you, what is this, this? What is going on? F these people. Why are they talking like this? Why are they saying, oh, they set, uh, it, the mother was a set up or we set the mother up or the mother was set up or whatever. And then they were like, why did you tell the, the sister, Kate's sister was like, why didn't, why, why did you say that, um, we set Kate, set somebody up or then it was something like that. Something with a setup. We were going on vacation and we took her, but we didn't take her or something like that. Just wrong information that nobody said. Nobody that was calling in said. And so Rona's like, nobody said that. She's trying to defend the people. She's just like, I'm you're not gonna tell me, first of all, where to put my camera. Second of all, nobody said anything that you guys said. So where are you gonna just like Rona was like, Okay, I'm done. Uh like it went left quick. Rhoda was done as she as she um should have. I probably wouldn't have not spent out like more than like an hour or two out there. But I think Rhoda was just, you know, again, Rhoda was trying to get like the quote unquote exclusive interview or re um recap interview with the mother. The mother really wasn't having it. She wouldn't talk to the um local news station that was there. It just went left. Rhoda, like, sped off. She was cussing. She was fussing. She was pissed. And she was like, y'all are doing to me. You know, you got all these people at my window yelling at me. But, like, an hour before, when they were all in the house, uh, the mother, I guess they were all yelling and stuff. And the mother had called the police on them. And so they had, like, six cop cars out there trying to see what was going on like oh my gosh this was one of the craziest experiences and the whole thing is they just want to know where Candace Moreau is but I do find it absolutely crazy that you know you're such an absentee parent that you don't know where your child is that you're such an absentee parent that your child is going through so much and you don't know what's going on but I guess that's what the definition of an absentee parent is. Now, I had thought about this before. The Corey Bisbee case that is going on in um, Virginia that Rhoda has been covering. Corey Bisbee, he um, had like a toddler. Not a toddler. I think he was maybe like two or three or four. Um, Cody Bisbee, his son. And Corey, Cody... Wait, Kobe? What's his name? Corey. Corey. Corey went out to the store, came back, and his son, Cody Bisbee, was missing. So he called the police, and he was like, hey, my son is missing. I don't know where he is. And so I stepped out. Now, Corey is, like, in jail. He's been in jail for, like, six months now, six or seven months because of this, and they're Trump bringing up these charges and trying to get him <sighs> sentenced to like life in prison, 180 years in prison and stuff like that. But yet, you know, there's this mother. He has like child endangerment, child neglect, all these kind of charges. Well, there's this white mother who doesn't know where her child is. Didn't know the child was missing. I think 
cleaning up their child's room after, you know, she found out she was missing. They don't know what she was wearing. It's just, you, you see what I'm saying? These com- slightly similar cases. One is a little bit heavier than the other in terms of the content, but the result is heavier than one. They don't know where Corey, the the baby is. They still don't know where the baby is. And that's really sad. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. My grandmother said, you know, a lot of these people, they're not, or kids, they don't, they're not kidnapped. They're, they run away <laughs> from families. And I kind of believe that. I I kind of believe that. And every, everybody in the comments was saying the whole family is guilty for not for neglecting this child. Um, the black side of the family is definitely like, you know, you're not coming over to my house, being locked up in your room, wearing hoodies. Like, we're active. We're doing—the grandmother was like, we're active. We do stuff. You know, she comes over weekly, and we're active, and we do stuff. So that's the Cadence Monroe—Cadence uh, Morrell story. She is still missing— um, if you do know anything, call, I don't know, 911? But we're not in Virginia, so I don't know what to do. I guess contact them on Facebook. And stop sending hate, uh, crazy, threatening, malicious talk and messages to Rhoda and the family because they just want to know where their kid is. Yeah, okay, let's talk about this next story. Next car, honey, next car. So, I don't, I don't, I think this one happened this weekend. So, Rhoda was, maybe it was like Friday or something. Yeah, 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 I think it was like Friday. Last Friday. Um, Rhoda was going to the post office to check her, um, what's it called? Subscription? No. Her P.O. box. And she, Rhoda used to um, be a bus driver for the Hampton Roads Transit, the HRT. And so she she tells a story about this man. She would drive past a, a certain stop every time, every day. There would be this man and his two kids, and they would always wave at Rhoda, and she would always wave back. And so he didn't really remember her at first, but Rhoda remembered him, and he's like, uh, sir, and she looked down, and his shoes were fucked up. I mean, I don't even understand how he was walking in them. Like, they were, like, falling apart. They were they not falling apart. They fell apart, and he's, like, walking in them. And so, she's like, I have to get you some shoes. I don't know. I can't let you go out like this, bro. (laughs) She's making jokes, but, you know, she's very serious, very giving. And so, she's like, okay, she goes into the the P.O. box, and she does her P.O. box moment, and then she goes and leaves, and she's like, I'm going to go get you some shoes. And he used to live over at a certain, certain place. She's like, yeah. She's like, okay, I'll bring you some shoes uh, a little bit later. So, she goes to the mall. 
having fun at the mall, picking out shoes. People were sending money, so she gets him some outfits. Um, I think he she went that day to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went that day to go deliver to him. He wasn't there, so she's like, I'll come back tomorrow. I think overnight at that point, this man gets, I mean, she gets information from the neighbor, I think it was. No, 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 no. I think the girlfriend had called, or the wife had called, wrote her, contacted Rhoda somehow. So then the next day, we're on camera. She goes to deliver it again. He's still not there. And so she's like, okay, I'll come back later. But she's talking with the wife. And the wife is like, you know, he's no good. He ain't shit to me. You know, I think she might have said he might have been abusive. I'm not sure. I don't want to, I don't want to put that out. But she was saying, you know, he was, he was, he wasn't shit and he was negative and not nice. He doesn't deserve, um, to be pampered and get new shit. And it's just like, okay, but this man, his shoes are falling apart. His brother had died. Um, so he was like, I need some like underwear. I need some like something really casual to wear to the funeral. It's just a conundrum, a conundrum. Do you hear me? Rhoda gets in the car <laughs> and Rhoda's like, well, it's not funny that she told me that because the neighbor told me that, you know, the reason why he's walking around here with no, no, with these raggedy shoes and raggedy clothes is because she's taking all his money. She ain't shit. She ain't treat, treat, uh, treating him right. She's taking all his money. Yada, yada, yada. The negative. It's just like, Rhoda's like, okay, this is why I don't do this. <laughs> Rhoda is Rhoda really felt uncomfortable, actually. You can really tell the uncomfortability in Rhoda's face. She's like, I wanna do this, but I I, I, I don't know what to believe. I think she just didn't know what to believe. Because there's literally two sides going on over here. The man does not look abusive, but you know, everybody, you know, he looked like a sweet, kind, simple like, dude, that, you know, it just doesn't, he looked like he didn't have any money, but allegedly, you know, he's getting, like, a check. So, it's just, like, it's, it's so confusing, that situation. <sighs> she had bought him clothes. She, I think she bought him maybe two pairs of shoes. She bought him underwear. It was just like, oh, my gosh. And so, this, this is why, she's just like, this is why I don't do this shit. Because there's always something out there that's going to contradict what I'm trying to do. Uh, this, was, this is why I'm always like, but I just, like, I just had to get the man some shoes because, you know, his feet were just eating the rubber. And it was just like, oh, it was a mess. She ended up giving him the clothing and she felt uncomfortable. She looked slightly uncomfortable with him. Um, giving it to him. She didn't, you know, disclose any information that she knew or that she was told. It was just, you know, a kindness thing. And that's where Rhoda is. You know, if you need something, if you need a dollar, she'll give it to you. If you need some shoes, <laughs> she'll find a way to give it to you. Just a mess, you guys. So that's it. That's all. The, those are the, this is the beginning of the Rhoda Young Love 
Rody Young Love, Rody Young Live recaps. Thanks for listening. I'm the Dish Show Podcast. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. Until the next Rhoda. R. Are we R Y L? Until the next R Y L recap. And I have this fierce single that Sammy McKinney and these little guys put together, baby. I got a single that'll make you jump up and dance. And if you can't dance to that, you got a hole in your soul, okay? Mm. <laughs>